Welcome to Hal Dottie's Fast Track. I'm Hal Dottie, and this is a show where me and a guest write a brand new song in one half of one hour. My guest today for this very special episode is a uh, computer programmer from Charlottesville, VA, and a supporter of Hal Dottie's Fast Track. My guest won the name drawing that I did over there on Patreon. It was, it was not a raffle, Patreon. It was a name drawing. The prize for the name drawing was to be a guest on the main show here in season two of Hal Dottie's Fast Track. My guest today, the winner of that drawing, is Paul Bostrom. Hello, Paul. How are you? I'm good. Uh, thanks. It's, uh, it's an honor to be here. I uh, enjoy, enjoy the show. I listen to... Thank you. A lot of, most, almost all the episodes. I don't catch <laughs> every of them, but... It's, yeah. it's good. It's fun. Yeah, I know, I know how hard it is in this day of age to try to keep up with every single episode of a, of a podcast. But I hope that you respect my mission to cut some of the bullshit out, to keep these episodes uh, as to the point and to always have a goal in mind so that you're not just sitting there going, oh, I've got to listen to the latest episode of my favorite show, which is just two guys... Mm-hmm. saying bullshit to each other. You know, you don't feel that that the the pressure because you know that you're going to get a task done in a short amount of time. Now, Paul, uh, I appreciate you uh, supporting the show, first and foremost, and I appreciate you uh, coming on the show and exposing yourself to the pressure that people apparently feel when they come on this show. I, I hear that a lot. I hear that from people that, that, it's, a, that it's pressure writing a song. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of pressure. I'd, I'd say this is probably the most important thing I've ever done up until this point in my life. Uh, the stakes could not be higher, Paul. It, it was um, it, it was really fate that brought us here. I don't have a lot of arti- of my own artistic merit, um, unlike some of your past guests. Um, your- right, but you have. Uh, well, I, said, I just I should not have said right that quickly. I should I I absolutely <laughs> should have been like, oh come on. Oh come on! And I'm sorry about that. That's you are right. you are sort of you are one something to my boss, you know. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Paul, you say you don't have anything of artistic merit, but I know that that is not true because I have heard you sing and play guitar before. All right, that's that was yeah. You're right. Uh, you, you sent in a, a, a I think I believe it was a song making fun of me actually uh, to to the. I did a special sort of thank you episode to the patrons last year. That's, by the way, patreon.com slash H-O-W-E-L-L-D-A-W-D-Y to get access to all the great stuff over there on the Patreon feed. But uh, we did a we did a Thanksgiving special where the Patreon supporters contributed songs and lyrics and all kinds of stuff uh, to a special episode. Uh, sort of a talent show type episode, and you had a song in there that made fun of. I think I had a. I think I had a mistake somewhere in the post <laughs> about right. it. Yeah, you had a. You had a typo, a mistake. You used. Yeah, uh, yeah. you said and you said and song, which you would you should say instead a, of a song. Instead of a song, I said yeah. and song. Yeah, and, and you uh, wrote a song about and song. Yeah, and I, I just kind of ran with that. Yeah, I I love it. Songs, <laughs> little mistakes turn themselves into songs yeah. all the time. It's a, it's a very, very common thing. So today we're going to deliberately write a song and we're going to try to, and I'm going to try, honestly, because we're using a shared document, 
I am going to be trying to not make typos in there because they're always embarrassing. And and the guest always mentions it. When you misspell something in the doc, in the shared doc, it's always an issue. And you've got an established pattern of making fun of me for typos already. So now I'm on edge. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let those slide, I think. We were on the same side here, though. Before, there was a little bit of adversarial listener, um, artist relationship. Now... Now we're collaborating. We're on the, we're on the we're same colleagues. team. Yeah, we're colleagues now, Paul. Exactly. Yeah, that's totally true. So, uh, but all of that was to say, good God, sometimes I swear I need to, I, I should have another me sitting next to me saying, with holding up my little hourglass here saying, how you have this amount of time to say this. All of right. that was to say that uh, I'm, I'm wondering what your musical background is mm-hmm. and, and what, type of music you have made or done other than that song that you sent in sure. to the uh, I, I started playing guitar um, when I was at about 12 or 12 or 13 um, me too got my parents oh cool I got my parents to buy me guitar uh, Fender uh, a Squire a Squire Stratocaster oh my god um, we have the same story Paul that's I, nice. I also started out on a Squire uh, Stratocaster um, actually, now what uh, color? Now what color was yours? Mine was black. Mine was white. Ooh, wow! <laughs> so we're yeah. adversaries in this. We, I guess we in are. This life. We could be kind of yin and yang, maybe like <laughs> co- peacefully coexisting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was my first guitar. Um, I ended up winning a um, a contest at the local uh, music shop. I I think we. Kind of you write your name on a piece of paper, drop it in there. Um, and I won this weird, kind of a weird guitar that was like a, a, a saw, or I want to say it was like a hollow body. It was a washburn, a hollow oh, body. It was, but it, but it like, was, it was another drawing. It was another, it was another you drawing. Said, so you said contest. I, gotta, I thought you were, I thought you were talking about like a shredding contest. <laughs> no, it's just like, a, oh, another, man. another drawing. Yeah. So kind of a pattern. You here. are, you are so good at drawings, Paul. Yeah. It's, How many drawings just, would you guess you have won in your life? Um, uh, these might be the only, the only two I can think of. Um, okay. Well, all right. Yeah. But they're, they're kind of making a bookend at this point of my, my musical career. It's where I started. And now it's sort of, again, this is the most important moment of my musical life. Uh, culminating. Now you won that. You said you won a weird Washburn guitar. Yeah. It was, so it was a weird guitar. It had like a, a kind of an acoustic bridge on it. Um, but it was a, an electric guitar. I played like a, a little big, bit. Like a big hollow body Washburn? Is that what it was? It was kind of like a small, it was more like this similar size to my, uh, to my Stratocaster. Okay. Um, but, uh, but it had like a, this acoustic bridge on it. Yeah. Um, I, it didn't really seem like a cool guitar. I kind of understand why they decided to give it away. You won it and you went and you went, oh no, this is kind of a nerd's guitar or something like that. I just, right? I didn't really know too much about guitars anyway, but it was just, yeah, it just seemed a little nerdy, so I ended up trading them both in and upgraded to a, uh, a Mexican Stratocaster, which, uh, I don't know, it's it just not really too different. It looks the same, a little bit as a Squire, just it's something different written on the on the top of it, and then uh, I ended up getting a um, Sunburst-colored uh, uh, Stratocaster. Okay. And that's kind of the guitar that I practice the most with, and I still have it to this day, and uh, you know, I, I mess around on there, um, 
I've never played in a band. I've kind of gotten together with friends when I was in high school, and we try to get together and jam, but nothing really jam much came of it. Yeah, uh, I worked at a, a camp, um, a Christian camp, uh, for a summer, and I played in the band in that. Uh, and that was pretty fun. I got to do. Were little, you doing mostly praise music, or were you doing mostly? Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah, we were the praise band. Uh, every every night, we'd have you know our our service, and uh, we were the praise band, and. I got to do a little bit of uh, a few solos in that um, and, and just kind of jam out on some, you know, some praise music. But there was about four or five different guys doing solos um, for the glory of God. You had a, right. you had God guiding your fingers. That's right. Um, and that that can be very embarrassing if you if you screw up a, or do a lackluster solo right there in the, yeah. the campground of the Lord. How did you feel you did as a performer at the Christian camp. Do you think that you uh, performed up to God's expectations? I think so. Um, I was, uh, I was decent. I don't know. I felt like I was always decent at just ripping off a few licks here and there. Are you um, good under pressure, Paul? Is, is what I'm getting at. Because we here on the show today are going to write a song in a half an hour. And there's a lot of pressure that the, the clock does weigh on you. So yeah. uh, do you feel like you are someone who can uh, pull it together in a pinch? Uh, <clears throat> I get a little nervous, but I think I can pull it. I think we can pull it off. I'm, I'm, I'm going to internally, I'm going to be nervous, but it, it's not going to, yeah. it's not going to come across on, on the audio too much. I think, I think we're going to pull it off. I think yeah, we're going to have something pretty good here. Yeah. Well, you know what? It better be. Uh, or, or else this whole experiment's going in the garbage can, Paul. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there will be no record. All, tra- all traces of any mention of this exercise will, will simply be swept uh, out the back door. And, uh, and I'll never do another uh, Patreon uh, raffle ever again. Okay. Well, that takes the pressure off a little bit then. If you screw this up, this will, yeah. this will, this will ruin it for everyone else in the future. So, Paul... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> The next thing, now you said you listened to, let's say, a few episodes of the show. Yeah. So you know how the songwriting process works on this show. We're talking, we're talking broad strokes. We're just making mm-hmm. up the lyrics and we're talking about what it sounds like. Uh, so that's so that's fairly straightforward. I don't know. Mm-hmm. If, do you have any questions about how we do this? Uh, um, I don't. I I'm pretty familiar with the process. I'm, I was yeah. a little unsure if any of your guests have. Added any in- instrument parts uh, or just oh, yeah. vocals? Okay, uh, a, f- a few times that has happened. Uh, I'm trying to think of uh, yeah. Uh, Josiah Hughes obviously did the bass and guitar. Um, added some bass and guitar on the um, uh, the Ink and Quill song that we did. Tyler uh, Lance Walker Gill, season one guest, contributed some guitar parts as well as his singing. Some incredible, incredible guitar parts. Cool. Do you uh, do you would you like to? demonstrate some of your uh some of your shredding skills on the song is that I, what you I would thinking? like to i would like to add a little bit of guitar to the to the song absolutely uh, if, yeah as much as you want okay i mean really you can you can send me like as as literally as much noodling around or just play or just strumming along as you want and i will fig- figure out a way to fit it into the song okay yeah that'll be fun yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think I mentioned that was uh, the song I wrote for your for your Patreon was the only time I've kind of sat down and, and written a song, and so uh, it'll be good to have a, a, a more 
experienced songwriter kind of guiding me through the process, I think. So I think And who and who's that? Um, I thought that you had somebody that you kind of use. So. <laughs> I have like a I have one of those uh, customer support like bots uh, over in the bottom right hand corner of my screen, and I'm just like typing like how do what's what's next is the yeah. bridge is the bridge between the verse and the chorus or is it after the second chorus uh, anyway um, so <laughs> yes I think we're all set to go all we need to figure out now mm-hmm. is what we're doing right right and and then this is <clears throat> I think I, I think I can put this into words uh, I've been. Th- running it through my mind, uh, noodling on it for a few weeks now since you kind of first brought it up. Yeah. And I, I think I know, I think I know the direction I want to go. So, um, and it is, that, it is, uh, I think I want to write a, uh, a song that is in this spirit of the, the songs that, uh, Robert Hunter and Jerry Garcia wrote together as uh, members of the Grateful Dead. Um, they just have like an extensive list of songs mm-hmm. that have a certain feel to them. They, they've, their songwriting and, and their music evolved over the years. Um, there's, you know, a little bit of psychedelia, a little bit of country, okay. um, a little bit of uh, prog stuff. Um, yeah. The, now, Paul, uh, uh, Paul you, so you're, you're a deadhead. I would I would consider myself. Is this, a dead is this what I'm hearing now? Yeah, I, I I don't. You do you do consider yourself a deadhead, or you don't? I don't really self identify as a deadhead, but deep okay. down, I I am a deadhead. I know there's a, there's a lot of baggage that comes along with that. Right. Um, they were definitely the, one of the first bands that uh, I thought, well, this is like this is cool. This is like something totally. Uh, almost, I mean, at, again, at the time, I you know had grown up religious, was working at a Christian camp. Yeah. Um, and it was just, you know, something very like maybe forbidden or whatever about about their music. And it's like, you know, I'm really interested in figuring out what's going on here. And uh, and I kind of just it's kind of stuck with me my whole life, I guess. Uh, I just really enjoy uh, a lot of those songs. And yeah, I'd like to write something in that in that vein. Um, and, and I can give you. A little try to define a little bit more, um, but maybe before we get started, um, the I don't know how familiar you are with their songs or, or their aesthetic. I'm, or just, I'm really not. I've never been. Yeah. I've never been crazy about the way that they sound. But that's yeah. and uh, and I mean I don't think I really need to explain that. It's pretty pedestrian to not get the Grateful Dead, right? Like it's it's just something that people dive into, and other people are like, okay, yeah. Um, I mean, you like what you like. It's everything. You know, everyone has. Their faves, and uh, that happens to me. My fave. A funny uh, thing you you mentioned. So you went to a Christian camp, and you sort of feel like your mind was freed, maybe by the by the Grateful Dead, or or in the experience of 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 uh, you you found a world outside of the little sheltered one that you had been in in this uh, growing up growing up. Uh, were you evangelical Christian, or was it? Yeah, Southern Baptist evangelical. I, I stayed at a um, at a hostel up in Vermont that was run by this uh, Christian sect, this tr- like traditionalist Christian sect, and they got their start by um, they would travel with the Grateful Dead. Mm-hmm. They would hang out in the parking lot and they would find people on uh, like having bad trips and stuff, and they oh, yeah. would be like, "Let's talk about 
simplifying your life and bringing you back to like <laughs> your Christian. So like you did the opposite of what all of those guys did, yeah. which was these were like these old hippies who basically decided they wanted to live in like an old fashioned Christian commune uh, mm -hmm. and give up all their possessions and stuff. Um, whereas you have freed yourself and you're enjoying all of the fruits of consumerism and everything else that come with it. How many live shows would you say that you own? Uh, like, do you have any, uh, I do know about, I know about Dick's picks. I worked in a, in a, in a record store, so I'm familiar with, uh, all of the, the extensive catalog of bootlegs and live recordings that they have. Uh, do you have, do you have a, a collection of live Grateful Dead recordings? Well, when I was when I was a teenager, I started. Uh, it was um, right around kind of the the first things you could do on the internet was kind of talk about the Grateful Dead and yeah, and talk to other people that uh, traded Grateful Dead tapes. So when I was a teenager, I ended up maybe like uh, you could just send somebody a, a pack of blank cassettes, and they were kind of kind enough to like. Dub a, dub a show for you and, and mail it back yeah. to you. Actually, let me start a little bit before that. There was, there was like a, a um, Grateful Dead hour on Monday nights on um, the local classic rock station. And so mm -hmm. I would just kind of set my tape, tape recorder um, to record the whole show. And then I would uh, listen to the songs and I'd be like, what, what are they talking about? What are they saying? I'd go on uh, the internet. Uh, this is even before Google existed. And uh, I'd type a few lyrics into the whatever uh, might just been AOL Netscape Navigator like probably, uh, yeah. Um, or the, it, uh, it, although that that was kind of that kind of came up at the same time as Google. Yeah, about about the same time, yes. Yeah. So this was like starting on on AOL and typing in a, a few lyrics that I could parse from you know whatever kind of grainy recording I got off the off the radio because they didn't yeah. really have, he didn't really announce all the tracks. He just kind of played an entire live show and. Well, yeah, like, I mean, if it was a Grateful Dead hour, what the guy probably did was he, he probably hit play on some, on a tape and walked out and went somewhere else. And, <laughs> yeah, so, um, so yeah, that was kind of the first uh, was, you know, uh, searching, like I said, searching for the lyrics, trying to just get the song title, trying to figure, trying to parse the lyrics, uh, try to figure out what the hell they're talking about. Right. Um, Try to learn a few of the of the licks on the guitar, learn a few of Jerry's riffs or or whatever, maybe learn a few solos and and so I did I did get into like trying to trying to collect a few tapes, um, you know, just trying to get some free music out of the whole thing and uh maybe got five or six tapes, um, just emailing people and and, and sending them uh, uh some blank tapes in the in the mail and then getting them back a few weeks later and playing in right. you know, playing in my car or whatever. Um, but do you, but yeah. I guess I guess my question was like right so that's right now right now you do, you don't have a collection of live I guess I guess you probably just uh, you probably just what what is the do they have that stuff on Spotify on any of that there's a bunch on Spotify the uh, okay the Internet Archive which is kind of coming up in the news today in which I'm a supporter because they have pretty much every Grateful Dead shows digitized on the Internet Archive you can just. Um, That's right. Uh, people are coming after the Internet Archive for yeah. uh, for what uh, for for their copyrighted stuff. Yeah, for their uh, book copyright copyrighted books. But they have uh, like essentially every Grateful Dead show has been digitized and uploaded to the Internet Archive. You can pick a date and uh, just pick a date and you go you go and you can you hear the you can it. hear the show. That they should have that for they should have that for everybody. I mean, come on. 
Although I, although I've, I, I'll say there's some acts that I've seen multiple times. Joan Jett, for instance, co- co- comes to mind, who I've mm-hmm. seen maybe three times, and there were like ten year gaps in between them, and I saw her perform the exact same sh- set. So uh, yeah. I don't think you would need to have a list of every single date, every single show, so that you could go listen to her very excellent band uh, perform note for note the exact mm-hmm. same set for mm-hmm. like. 30 40 years uh but but i but yeah a band like the grateful dead of course yeah yeah it should absolutely do that and yeah so it's like it's just nice to have some free music you can just you know uh music to to chill and relax or study to like they like they say but um you know just play put a show on in the background while i'm working or something like that and and just kind of get some stuff done um i I think uh yeah it's it's a pretty nice thing to have that, that internet archive Particularly, you know, for me as a as a Grateful Dead fan, but I think it's it's pretty good. As a deadhead, in general, as a yeah. as a now outed or now completely out yeah. and admitted self identifying <laughs> deadhead, you're comfortable yeah. now. You're comfortable now saying it. You are a deadhead. Yeah, I'm comfortable saying it. Let's yeah, let's get let's get real comfortable saying it. And you know what? I'll tell you what I've done. So I'm not in. As I said, I'm not into the Grateful Dead. I've never liked. Mm-hmm. It. Um, but. Every time I have been forced to confront a thing I, did, I, I didn't before understand or like, I've always found something in it. You know, I released an episode uh, today with, uh, with Nick Sorelli and Brad Evans, and it was a song I had never heard before, didn't like when I first heard it. But the more I listened to it and the more I sort of uh, learned about what the pieces that made it what it was, the more I was like, okay, well, there's some definitely some, some skill going in into this part or this guy's like a good guitarist or, you know, things like that. And, uh, and, and, um, uh, the Brian Quinby episode from last season, mm-hmm. Limp Biscuit was a band that I outright hated that I would have yeah. said, like, I absolutely hate Limp Biscuit, but, ha- but l- going through some of those songs just for a reference point, I was like, actually there's, there's something here. I, I did start to understand like the, you know, the combination of, like the the way the the way the beats reflected classic hip hop and the way that they were able to incorporate really really he- actually really genuinely heavy stuff and good production values into some of those Limp Biscuit songs, I was like, wow, that's actually mm-hmm. Nookie's actually like a a real certified banger. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, I'm probably going to find more to love about Grateful Dead in here than I ever thought possible if we do a song together that is inspired by your love of the Grateful Dead. Yeah, and I think I think we can can distill that uh cuz there, you know, there's a few kind of universal kind of things in there that I think everyone can kind of appreciate and and then we can make this as fairly accessible yeah. to to the the wider audience. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to make something that sucks. <laughs> so, like if if we if we run into something where it's like, oh, we gotta we gotta make this suck. I'm gonna say no, no. We're gonna Paul. Yeah. We're gonna back up off of that. That's, that's but, great. That's what I need. I need I need that guidance for sure. <laughs> you need that. You need that firewall. Yeah. Against shit that sucks. Yeah. Paul, I do need some starting point for me before we start actually writing. I would love to hear an example of the kind of thing you were talking about. The kind of just it, it brought a sense, the vibe of it, the. Um, is there a song in particular? Uh, I, I should have had I should have had a good example ready to go. Um, I, I think, and and there's a there's some songs that l- lyrically I, I would say like 
the song Ripple is a very kind of quiet acoustic number, but it, it just kind of, uh, the lyrics just kind of nail kind of what it just means to, you know, be alive, I think. Um, Ripple Grateful Dead is what yeah. I Yeah, and it's, it's, it's one of those songs they didn't really play much live because it's, it's, it doesn't really lend itself to an electric arrangement. Um, yeah. And I do kind of want to go in, the elect- in an electric direction, I think. Um, Grateful Dead also has a couple country countryfied albums, I would say. Well, what, okay, so what are, the songs of, what are the songs that I know? I know Friend of the Devil. Mm-hmm. I know uh, the Driving That Train, High Casey on Cocaine. Mm-hmm. That, what's that one called? Casey Jones. Casey Jones. I know, uh, and then I know the the uh, the I will get by song. The, right, uh, uh, Touch of Gray. Touch of Gray. That was their that was their big hit. Those guys could really uh, they they I don't know what they're doing now, but they need to start naming their songs stuff that is in the song. That's that's what I'll say. Grateful Dead Ripple. Let me just check this out real quick. Uh, I'll say like the the vibe. Ooh, I'm this going is for. very nice. Already, this is very nice already. This Ripple song. Yeah, Ripple it's 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 just it's one of the it's close to like a perfect song. But like I said, it I want to get a little bit electric on it. I want to have some yeah. some guitars. I want to have a some bass and and maybe some keyboards backing everything up. Uh, a nice you know nice drum beat. Uh, Ripple is a, kind of a chill acoustic song, um, but uh, it 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 doesn't have to be. You don't have to make it fast paced. I'm thinking a lo- something a little bit more, um, a little bit more laid back. Um, kind of, I, I want to, their, the song, the song Al- Althea is one of their later, later songs they wrote in, um, Althea. Yeah. Like 1979. And it's got like a, just kind of a groove to it. It's got a cool little guitar part. Um, All right. Let's, uh, okay. So yeah, I, I mean, definitely hear like, uh, ripples. Yeah. Very much just like a, could be a John Prine song or something. Mm-hmm. Let's, it's, uh, let's hear Althea. Ooh, this one's a little more funky. Althea's a little mm. got a little more of a yeah, a little got a little funk to it. Ooh, and nice little little stings of that uh, electric guitar in there. Yeah, this is more of the like sort of loose loose white guy funk thing that I sort of associate in general mm-hmm. with their sound. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, all right. Let's do something like this. Let's do let's do an Althea style sort of jam. Let's do a jam. Yeah, and it's got. You know, it's got a prominent guitar kind of structure to it, and it's got it's got some verses. It doesn't have a chorus. We can we can maybe throw a chorus in there if we feel like it. It's, oh, we it's definitely want to have a chorus, Paul. And we're gonna and we're gonna buck the trend. The one Grateful Dead trend that we are going to buck is the title is going to have something to do with the song. And you think so? That's all right. Um, so instead of a guitar solo, this seems so far seems to just have like a bunch of little breaks where the guitar. It kind of uh, response, yeah, exactly. which is verse and the guitar response. Not a type of song I've ever tried to do before. I've always done songs where it's very that classic sort of song structure of the verse, pre-chorus, yeah. chorus, and then like a guitar solo somewhere in the middle, mm-hmm. back middle of it. Uh, but you want to do one where you kind of like sing for a second and then and then yeah, step I back, think so. do a little jam. I think so. Let- okay. Yeah, because I want the lyrics to be. This is a challenge for me. I want the lyrics to be a little, a little bit heady. You got to think about it a little bit, and so the, the the guitar parts let you kind of, 
you know, chew that over a little bit before we get to the next Ooh, verse. Okay, I like yeah. this. We're 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 starting out with an idea of of leaving a little space in there for yeah. people to think and maybe gyrate around a little bit and, uh, you want uh, to. as they as they um, as they digest their ganja goo ball. So let's get the clock ready. I I think I have everything I need to get started. <laughs> Um, do you have any ideas about what you want this song to be about, or should we find it in the in the half hour? How do you feel? Um, <clears throat> I think we're gonna have to find it. Uh, I, I don't. I don't have anything. I I wanted to leave it a little bit open because, like you said, a lot of the songs are not obvious. What even is going on? with you know what the song's about? Yeah. Um, and you know, people that listen to it are obviously going to hear our process. But I think by the end of it, maybe we can have something that is a little bit. A little bit ambiguous um, and, and not necessarily straightforward, but now I do have a t- I do have a topic helper here okay. in the in the uh, I do have the talk about home game mm-hmm. from the game show talk about uh, the Canadian game show from the early nineties. I have the I have the home game from it. I've talked about it quite a bit on the show, and uh, and it has it's basically just a bunch of topics mm-hmm. it has a bunch of topics for you to talk about, and I could draw something at random, and it could like come up with a topic for us. If you would like to go that route, and you know what, if we don't like it, we don't. Ha- we also don't have to use it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think if if I had to be pressed on on, on something, I, I like I did like I liked Brian's walking song, and, and yeah. there's a there's another song that that Jerry and and Robert wrote um, about walking in San Francisco, but I. I I mostly use my bike to get around. Um, I ride. I ride bikes. Ah, it's just kind of a transportation. Riding yeah. bike is the topic. Okay. And so I, I don't, it doesn't have to be too literal uh, and completely about riding a bike, but I think maybe it should incorporate um, the, you know, the things you, that riding a bike gives you the, kind of the freedom, uh, the, you know, you're on, you're on two wheels, you, you know, a wheel, a wheel is another um, Grateful Dead song or, you know, originally Jerry Garcia song. All right. Uh, that I think we can kind of. You know what's very funny off, off is I just did a song. Probably the episode before this mm-hmm. comes out. Okay. Will be will be a, a song about riding bikes. Oh, you think which so? Which is very funny. Okay. But I, so that that doesn't we mean have we to, don't. We that don't doesn't mean we don't it. do it. But it's okay. but explicitly the the episode with Raina Duras, which will come out a week before this one, I believe, is about her biking to work. Mm-hmm. I love it. So we'll have. I've uh, also. We'll have two, yeah, I've been I've been doing a little bit of mountain biking, and so there's this you know another idea of like climbing up a hill. Um, if we want to you know get into kind of that's a great mm, metaphor. Uh, yeah, exactly. It, there's a lot of um, I guess with this kind of language, with this kind of like very hazy songwriting. Yeah, exactly. It's good to have a kind of it's good to have a a, a metaphor there. Mm-hmm. But we do want here's the thing: we do want it to be engaging for the average fast track listener. So okay. And this is this is I'm just ta- I'm just thinking out loud here. This is the thing that I always struggle with is like writing purely a- like abstract lyrics yeah. is kind of is, is scary for me in this yeah. in this setting just because I don't know how you know when you're done and I don't know how you know when what you've done is good. Yeah. Right? Whereas if it's if it's a you know if we're doing something for instance if we're if we're writing a like I said earlier, Nookie style song. I know when a, when the verse is done. Yeah, I know when I've got two lines together that that make sense and are funny or are or or at least say the concept clearly. This kind of thing, this is going to be this is going to be a little tricky for me. 
Yeah, I I kind of had that. I was a little nervous about that uh, coming in. That you know, but I, well, let's, couple, see, let's see what happens. Yeah. I mean, it, you I know, think. like all we can do is fail, Paul. Yeah, and then again, as I said before. If we fail, all record of this will uh, will, right. will disappear from the internet entirely, forever. Right. So uh, let's go, let's okay. freaking go, and that should that should actually take a little of the uh, uh, that should take a little stress out of the backs and chests and shoulders of the listening listener right now because they know as they're listening to this that we actually succeeded because yeah. if we hadn't, they wouldn't know. They about wouldn't it. even know. And yeah, Paul. Okay. Are you ready to start the clock, my friend? I'm ready to start the clock for one half of one hour. I've, I've now spoken to you for uh, whatever this is, uh, half an hour. So we are yeah. now friends, Paul. Yeah. Um, you're more than just my boss. You're also <laughs> my friend. Here we go. This is Paul Bostrom featuring Hal Dottie writing a Grateful Dead style jam about, let's say mountain biking, because Raina did the city biking. Let's say mm -hmm. mountain biking. About mountain okay. biking. Here we yeah. go. Starting the clock right now. All right. Let's just hear some. Let's just get some things about. We're going to want to have as much material to work with here. So I say we start with tell me some things about mountain biking. Like, for instance, just right. I'm just typing out wheels right now. So we got wheels. Uh, it's two wheels. Uh, there's a little bit of. A little bit of, well, I, <clears throat> sometimes it's just flat trails, I guess. Even though it's got mountain in the name, um, you know, you could you could be riding over just some kind of rocky trails that aren't necessarily steep. Um, but it flat is... rocky trails. It is fun to go fast downhill. Um, it's, a, you know, there's a, definitely an element of danger involved. Element um, of danger. And... Element uh, of danger has a great rhythm to it. Also, rocky trails yeah. has a very... Is there already? Do the, does the Grateful Dead have a song called "Rocky Trails"? Or they wouldn't. They, theirs would be called like "Susan B. Anthony" or something. Yeah, but it would. But it would. Obscure, uh, but, but it would be about uh, Rocky Trails. Yeah, um, there. There's just you know the classic uh, myth of Sisyphus of, of you know climbing up a hill over and over again. Um, Sisyphus, there you go. All right, and, I yeah. love this. Um, and so, it's. Like getting to the top in order to go down. To how you spell Sisyphus? Okay. Oh yeah, I, I got it. Sorry, I'm not even on the dock. Let me let me start looking here. Um, oh, here we go, folks. It's gonna rip me to shreds over my spelling of Sisyphus. That actually looks right. Um, okay. And Good. so that th there is a um, depending on on where you ride, you can you can do um, like I said, you can do flat rides, but you know you do have to like kind of bust your ass to get to the top in order to go downhill. And, um, you know, that is not always fun, but I mean, that's a, like that's a, that is a classic, very relatable feeling yeah. because everybody knows that from sledding. Everybody knows that yeah. from skiing, yeah. uh, from anything where, or even really just walking somewhere, you know, you, the easy part is coming back if the hard part is going uphill. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and it has to get to the top and it, it kind of like the, the work makes it, it, it adds that. It's like you worked for it and now you get to enjoy it. You know, you just got to kind of. Downhill riding on rocky trails. Maybe um, something, you, you know, you generally wear a helmet. Uh, you, you know, something, maybe something about keeping your, keeping your head on 
on your shoulders. Uh, you know, we, again, talk, trying to get into. Like, do you wear Do you wear a helmet when you uh, mountain bike? I, I do. I, I yeah. Like I said, I ride. I do ride around the city a lot, and I don't. I don't really wear a helmet when I'm just kind of cruising around. But if I'm getting on the mountain bike, then I, yeah. I will wear a helmet. Um, and, and yeah, like um, yeah. You, maybe now, keep your head together keep your head yeah, what did you say good. keep your head on right or something keep your head like on your shoulders keep your head on uh, your shoulders keep, keep your head straight but uh, keep your head on your shoulders doesn't necessarily mean that you're wearing a helmet which is fine which is cool mm -hmm. like it's cool that that it would have a, 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 a multiple meanings mm -hmm. all right here's here's what i think we need to start lyrically okay. here's i'm this is my guess where we would start lyrically a song like this where you just kind of go off on a journey and then you noodle around, you say something, you noodle around, you say something, you noodle around. Usually I feel like that type of song has some kind of uh, home base phrase that they say when they like return back, when they reset, you know, instead of a yeah. chorus, it's more like a, it's more like a reset line. Like, and that's how it goes when you're riding the trails, like something, something along those Something like that. So we need to find that, and then yeah, I guess there's there's something the about the um, you you do kind of you go on this trail, you go out, but you 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 do it kind of end up back where you started. Um, so you, you know you, you put in you put in all this work and effort, and, and all these things happen along the way, but uh, but you always kind of come back to the the beginning of the trail, the, the bottom of the mountain. Right. Uh, or you just, or, you know, maybe you ride out, you just ride back to your house. Like, like Sisyphus, you wake yeah. up for another day of, of hard, or you go, you go to sleep in the same place. You go to sleep at the, you sleep at the bottom of the hill. Yeah. You sleep. How about we, okay. Uh, let's, uh, we could turn this into like a, almost like, almost like a fairy tale situation. You sleep at, you sleep at the bottom of the hill. You work at the top of the hill. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, every no matter what happens over the course of the day, you're going to sleep at the bottom of the hill, something like that. And 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 not necessarily, maybe not even work at the top of the hill, but there's something at the top of the hill that you are, uh, I don't know, searching for or or you're, yeah, you work you're working towards the bottom of the hill, but you're always, uh, but your bed is maybe your bed is in the same like you get what yeah. I'm what I'm kind of I'm trying to find us a trying to find us like a a yeah like your conceptual home. hook here maybe uh you, i mean you yeah you like you leave your home you leave the safety of your home you leave the safety of your uh your whatever um, what what appeals to you most off the top of your head as a metaphor for returning from one of these journeys bed uh like a, people talk about like hanging their hat on a hat rack something like that uh dinner table is there something waiting for you in the fridge you always return back to that turkey in the fridge. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, does it, <laughs> oh, yeah, any like, of this like, speaking to you? I like you? bed. Um, bed, like, yeah, bed makes bed, sense to me. Kind of place to re uh, lay your head kind of thing. Um, bed, lay your head. Yeah, I'm going to type that down. Bed, lay your head. We do have, you know, we, we can take off the helmet and, and set it on a hook and, and you know, thereby, you know, allow... Uh, helmet on the hook. And, and that helmet on the hook, and maybe head that allows on the bed. us to, uh, um, to kind of decompress a little bit from our journey. Uh, you know, we act of maybe taking off the helmet. You, you know, we we kind of 
have done all these things within our body as like, you know, working. And then we come home, we take, you know, we take our helmet off and lay down on the bed. And I like helmet on helmet on the hook has a real, like yeah. uh, that has a real lyrical quality to it. Helmet on yeah. the hook. And what I'm trying to find is like head on the bed. Doesn't quite, doesn't quite work, but helmet on the hook, uh, P- pillow pillow on the head helmet on the hook pillow on the head there we go and again this is like the last this is the last line of like every of everything helmet on the hook pillow on the head that uh, that's how the day will end until i am dead something like that right how about like something about turning the bike rider's life the trail rider's life uh sorry con- sorry continue i just wanted to shout that aggressive um, maybe like turn turn the page in the book like again I'm, you know kind of coming back to another page in the book has been read okay yeah that's good paul what do you think yeah, yeah that's good I, I do like i do like the reference to death and, and dead you know again we are you know this is sort of an homage to the grateful dead and it would yeah, be yeah. nice to get some some of that imagery in here and, and maybe we can fit that in but yeah i do like I like I think I, like I think we come back I think we come back to it at some point we say like this is very this is good um this is good for setting the scene but I think before the end of the song we will want to say um something about that will change has been read to until I'm dead or something like something like that uh, that's how I'm living until I'm dead mm-hmm. um or we have a or we dub we double this up at some point maybe we mm-hmm. maybe we do this twice and on the second one it's more it's a little more uh it's a little more broader in scope i guess helmet on the hook pillow on the head another page in the book has been read so that's the end of a day for our sisyphusian that's good bike rider right that seems that seems good to me i think that's pretty good so where do we where do we start that takes us back to that point uh we what we kind of want to do i think is we want to make we want to do like two or three verses that have th- their own mountainous shape. Mm-hmm. We want the story to take us up a mountain and back down. Okay. Right. Set out in the morning. Might as well say that set out in the morning on a dust, on a, on a rocky, on a rocky trail on a rocky set out in the morning on a rocky trail. Yeah. Something uh, maybe like lungs, uh, Lungs burning. Um, Lungs burning. Oh Jesus! Yeah, just you know, because getting, of because of because it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, uh, we get you know, kind of we're working up a sweat. We're our, our lungs are are working hard. Our, our hearts beating, you know, double time. Um, right. And and we're just we're we're working. We're 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 we're, we're trying to get to the top. Um, there's there's some. Do you want to, uh, let me ask you this. Do you want to, do you want rhymes? Do you want, so if this was set out in the morning on a rocky trail, da, 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 ale. Do you, do you yeah, want? Might, might as well have, have a few rhymes. Uh, might as well. Rhymes rhyme. I mean, that at least tells us when we're done. You yeah. know, that's the, that's the thing. So set out in the morning on a rocky trail, heart beating double time. I like that. As we climb. Or how about to, uh, long, long, maybe like. Long, heart beating longer. double time. Lungs Chain are feeling frail. rattling. Uh, what's that? Sorry. Lungs are feeling frail. Lungs feeling frail. I do. Um, um, yeah. Let's see. Chain chain rattling is good. Um, 
Yeah, it's a, a kind of a pull up rhyme zone. Here we go. Um, chain rattling like a like a can of nails. Um, chain rattling like a can. Oh, Paul, that's, that's so good. That's a good rhyme there. Chain rattling like a can of. Did you say can of nails? Yeah. Oh, God, that's good. God, that's good, Paul. Heartbeat and double time, chain rattling like a uh, like a can of nails. So, okay, you know what? Something that we could do that would be fun in this song is the bike is kind of shitty. Sure. Right? Uh, like the like it's an old dust like it's a dusty old bike. Yeah. And it's got problems. Right? Yeah. So, and that and that could be a great metaphor for life because you you live with what you've got. Mm-hmm. You deal with you go through your day with the body that you have, with the car that you have, with the um you know you you try to write the best song in a half an hour that you can with the with the malfunctioning brain that you have. So uh, chain rattling like a can of nails. This uh, this will be like a nice little hook. Is we'll du- we'll du- sort of dust each verse with things that are wrong with the bike. Okay. The tires are the tires are. Uh, so right now we could say something about how the lungs are having problems, but the tires are also having problems. So okay. um, not enough. Uh, not, yeah. Not enough good. air in my lungs or in my tires. Some, what's a Tires rhythmic way to say that? Deflated. Uh, your, your lungs uh, are need more. Need more air in my lungs and more air in my tires. Need more oxygen in, in my. We could even flip it up like that. Your your air your your tires need. Uh, um, tires are low, and so are the and so are my lungs. Tires, tires are low, and so are my lungs. Like you could, your, your tires could be patched. Like you could have a patch, but you could also like flip it around and say my lungs are like patched. Or you know, I've got, you know, like my maybe my body is in decay similarly to my bike. Um, tires and lungs all patched up and low. Tires and lungs patched up and low or leaking. Patched like, up, patched up and low. Like maybe it adds a. It's there's like maybe there's a leak in, in my in my lungs or my tires that kind of has a sense of urgency that you know I've, I've only got a little bit of time to to finish. finish How about this climb? Hang on to leaking for a second because I okay. think we want to we want to keep this metaphor. We don't want to mix the metaphor just yet. All so right. the tires and lungs patched up, but low. Let's say patched up but low, and I think that tells you everything you need to know about that. Yeah. Um, hissing and squeaking. Because you're hissing and your lungs are hissing and squeaking, your tires are hissing and squeaking because they're leaking as well, right? Mm-hmm. Those, that, I think that metaphor makes sense. There's like yeah. weird air, there's weird sounds coming from you because your lungs don't work, and there's weird sounds coming from your tires, right? Does that work for you? Squeaking or yeah, or wheezing. Uh, what do you like better there, squeaking or wheezing? Uh, I like wheezing better. Wheezing is okay. better. The squeaking was my first uh, hissing and wheezing. As far as uh, as as I and I the, the obvious thing is here wherever we go, wherever I go but there's got to be a better line than wherever I go as, as, as we the, go um, as, um, go, uh, as a, something slow oh, a, a slow is a pretty close round to low um, let's see what rhymes with go um, as I well let's see I'm not seeing much about um, slow and Blow like I could be blow, uh, blowing something, or blowing for air. As um, I struggle to go, as I struggle to go, sounds like a, one of those uh, pissing medication. 
as I pedal to and fro. <laughs> as I pedal, uh, as I as I go, could we zero? I, I guess it's got to be wherever I go. I don't. But I, wherever I go also doesn't imply that we're on a path headed one specific place. Hissing and wheezing in the morning glow. In the morning glow. Yeah, I like that. There we go. All right. Oh, shit. You know what? I just realized we have only started our journey here because we got to go helmet on the hook, pillow on the head. Another page in the book has been read. So we got to get back home. So we got to mm-hmm. um, reach, reach the top despite my self reach the top despite myself um and now we're now we're turning turning back around or or just crest cresting the hill cresting um the summit reach the top despite myself um stop to look for a second but not long you know kind of a uh, kind of a frost poemy type moment where you just like look out there and you go all right well that's something and then you turn around and go and home kind of taking the um, view and Reach the top despite despite all that. Let's say self, it seems hard to rhyme with. Despite all that, truly a Sisyphusian task. Maybe we could we, um, could we do like uh, reach the top despite all that. Reach the top despite all that. Reach the top despite. We maybe say like feel like feel like Sisyphus. Uh, um, Reach the top despite all that. Feel like Sisyphus, um, but at least I didn't get a flat. Uh, feel like Sisyphus. How about feel like Sisyphus uh, got beat with a baseball bat? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you feel bad at the top of the. You feel. I feel like Sisyphus, or just reach the top despite all that. We don't have to say Sisyphus here either. We could say uh, feel like I got beat with a baseball bat. Okay. Right. That's pretty clean. That's pretty nice turned around or something about taking taking the view for a second all that for one second all of it for a moment's view yeah how about that turn um turned yeah. around uh, Maybe uh aimed, aimed my aimed my wheels aim my wheel downhill aimed um, my wheels down aim my wheels downhill and my day is through uh, for, because my day because my day is through my day's task is through my day mm-hmm. what do you think yeah um, you like work, because my day is through or my work is yeah my work is through and um, my work is through yeah yeah okay and then helmet on the hook pillow on the head another page in the book has been read now is that does that feel like a ver- is that a good verse structure for this type of thing? We're gonna we're gonna do like maybe two of them and then have a little noodling and we're gonna go reach the top despite all that. Uh, da, 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 da. My work is through. Da, 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 little uh, helmet on the hook, pillow on the head. Another. I think that's good. I think that's a good stanza. That is a good okay. stanza for this type of thing. Um, yeah. Let's see. Um, I guess at some point we need to. We need to fill out uh, what it's like to to go downhill and, and kind of the. And I the think rush. that's I think that there's room in this song for a nice little elevated bridge section, like where the okay. where the pitch kind of goes, where we sing a yeah. little soaring section, and we're like, "But downhill's great," something like that, something like that. And that's that'll be the very last thing that we write. Okay. And I think we have the time 
Judging from how long that stanza took us, I'm going to guess that we have time for one more stanza, one more long stanza like that. And, and then we'll have our big soaring section. And then maybe we do the we do the longer thing that we were talking about, the helmet on the hook, the longer, uh, mm-hmm. I guess I'm calling it a chorus, but that's not what it is. All right, so second verse. Okay. Uh, another day, another day breaks across my bones. Ooh. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Um, I've, I'm going, I'm maybe something like I'm, I'm kind of, I'm going crazy in my home or I'm, or I'm, I'm getting stir crazy or um, I've, I've got a purpose outside my home. Like, uh, it, Sisyphus, it's just, Sisyphus wakes and leaves his home. Okay. Is it? I, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, I'm not no, sure like, it's good, but. Another day breaks across my bones. Sisyphus wakes, and uh, there's work to be done. Yeah, I like the I like the little not quite rhyme of bones and done. Mm-hmm. Personally, um, so another day breaks across my bones. Sisyphus wakes. There's work to be done. Now let's do another. Let's do another thing about how the bike is fucked up. What's another thing that can be fucked up? Gears not quite shifting. The. Uh- like uh, my my bike has like the the paint is all faded so maybe like it even looks like sandblasted so you can see that the paint has been sandblasted maybe from the from the trail or or just it's maybe paint just is faded. faded like um, memories gone like memories like old memories paint is faded like, like long old. like long uh, like memory long ago like long ago memories or memories memories from, I like um, paint is faded like old memories okay. And then something about how our brains are also f- faded at this point. We're we're all you know we're we're getting older. Something to reflect you on the bike. What uh, what what would you what would you say? Um, our, like your your mind is your mind is not as uh, mind is slowing down, or you're you're kind of um, your energy or your your body is something that rhymes with maybe something that rhymes with faded. That would that would maybe do it. Um, Wait, maybe like weighted, faded, degraded, degraded, brain degraded. Paint is faded like old memories. Brain degraded. Sorry, my wife just got home. I'm I'm not going to charge you for these four seconds as I give kisses <laughs> to my wife. Um, all right, pain is faded like old memories. Brain degraded from uh, from from gra- from from gravity from uh, from or maybe maybe drugs. Maybe it's, maybe yeah, it's just maybe, straight up maybe drugs. It's just drugs and alcohol. Uh, um, alcohol chemicals. And, uh, toxins pain is faded or, like old memories. Brain degraded from. Brain degraded from fucking it up. Uh, this is the point in the song where I always want to throw in just something uh, really uh, blunt and un- unpoetic. Uh, but let's see. Brain pain is faded like old memories. Brain degraded from abusing it from abusing. <laughs> brain degraded from abusing weed. <laughs> I don't know if you. I mean, that's like I'm now making a big presumption about you, Paul, as a as a deadhead. But um, uh, maybe maybe we don't want to be that specific about what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Integrated from too many 
Uh, brain degraded and uh, this that maybe we just do and um uh fa and failing me let's do that okay. um uh all right we got to we got to do two more um what's another thing uh, give me one more thing about a bike that can be that can be fucked up I, and now we had i said gears could be screwed up i said uh brakes could be brakes too slow uh yeah or, uh, let's see brakes Squeak, the brakes could be squeaky. Um, brakes are squeaking, like my, uh, like my bones, like my, like my joints. Like my joints, yeah. Brakes are squeaking like my joints. Seat is, uh, seat is, I don't know, poking my ass. I, um, yeah, the, the seat is dropped all my coins. <laughs> uh, seat is poking me. Um, Seat is uh, rubbing, chafing. Um, seat is chafing me in uh, in in, in my precious points in my uh, in, tender, in certain points. Tender points. In certain uh, points, or what do you like better, certain or tender? Tender. Okay, me in tender points. There we go. All right, we got real quick. We got to do one last of four quick lines of this, and then we'll and then we'll do the um we'll write the bridge section, which will just be you celebrating riding downhill. And and then this one is, uh, it's gotta be, we're back up at the summit. Um, just to get one more peak, just to get one more peak. And I think peak, the e one, that, the yeah, mountain peak good. is the one with the A. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just to get one more peak. Let's see. All of it for a moment's view, just to it's, get. One maybe more it's peak. maybe it's cloudy now, and I can't can't quite see as far. Um, but it's clouds. cloudy. But it's cloudy up here, and I cannot see. Um, but it was uh, no, actually, we we make this past tense, and that way we've kind of glossed over riding back home. But it was cloudy up there. And I couldn't see, and I couldn't see, and then it's. Um, Okay, look at that. So we've had a successful ride and a less successful ride. We've done the sort of the whole gamut of experiences you can have on a bike. And then helmet on the hook, pillow on the head. Another page in the book has been read. Real quick. All right. Uh, so this is the bridge section. Really, it can we can make it whatever shape you want. It's just a soaring sort of downhill ride and so easy though. You know, something like something mm -hmm. along those I, lines. Let's say maybe something about flying. Like, uh, you know, I'm actually I'm flying now. Um, downhill flying, downhill flying, right? Or um, yeah, downhill flying. Um, but, uh, uh, I'm trying to think like something about um, you know, I've, um, I'm, like my bones or my skull. You know, again, to kind of tie it back into. Okay, to downhill, our, downhill riding, uh, downhill flying, riding fast. It, you, your bones are brittle, so you got to hold. Uh, so you got to hold, so you got to stay strongly clasped to the bike, something like that, right? Like, uh, riding fast, maybe like knuckles are, knuckles are white. Um, if we, maybe we can fit that in there somewhere. Um, knuckle white clenching, uh, wait, uh, knuckle white handles in my knuckles, white handles in my grasp, mm -hmm. knuckles, white handles in my grasp. Bones, bones, or uh, like maybe rattling or jostling, or, or um, 
Rattling bones. Uh, downhill flying, riding fast. Knuckles white, handles in my grasp. Rattling bones. Um, so uh, rattling bones should be the next thing. Um, downhill flying, rattling bones. The, uh, the 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 easy part is coming home. Okay. What is that? I mean, do you like that? The easy part is coming home. Yeah, I like that. I think that totally works. All right, and the last thing we've got to do, we've got about 30 seconds here. We're going to do one more helmet on the hook, pillow on the head. Another page in the book has been read. Helmet on the hook, pillow on the head. And, and maybe with this, here's where we fit in, like, that we're... The thing about dead. Yeah. Um, uh, every day like this until I am dead. Mm-hmm. Every day like this. Every day a challenge until I am dead. What do you think about or that? Do, or, yeah, just uh, uh, yeah, keep keep doing this until I'm keep dead. on riding until I'm dead. Yeah, I'll keep riding. How about that? Mm-hmm. Or I, Paul, will keep riding until I, Paul, will keep riding until I am dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just I'll put keep your riding. Own, put your put your own stamp on it. You know, put your be like Mike Will and put put your own mm-hmm. name in your song. I like, I'll keep riding. I'll keep riding till I'm dead. And that's time. Yeah, it feels it feels like a song there. It feels like we wrote a full song, doesn't it? Yeah. Nice. I love this. Okay, so uh, and this is going to be very different in mood uh, to uh, to Raina's song, which again is also about about riding bike and. Uh, but this one has this one is such a thought. This is such a thoughtful uh, song. I think it's, it's yeah, deep. We we fit a lot in there, and, and just we fit 30 minutes. we fit all of life's experience yeah. into a little song about two bike rides mm. that make up imply a, a you know a continuous number of bike rides. Yeah, that that imply that you will never do anything but this. It's a, <laughs> it's funny because it's it what i think is low key kind of slaps about this song paul is that it is that it's about life in the sense that it's portraying a place that is both heaven and hell at the same time yeah. you are trapped in it and there's shit about it that sucks really bad that you cannot escape no matter what you do but then there are also goals that you are accomplishing it's got everything you know it's got all of life all of life bundled up in there. The whole gamut. It's already the best song of all time, Paul. And we haven't recorded a damn note of the thing. Once we start jamming, it's it's gonna take it to the next level. Uh, so I'm I, and you're gonna be you're gonna be taking the lead guitar part on this. I'm very I'm very happy to have a good. Le- I, I'm assuming you're good. It's I don't know about all that, but I, I I'm, can, assu- I can, I'm assuming I can fake it to a certain extent. I have uh, I I'm a I'm a terrible lead guitarist. I've actually gotten better doing this show because I have forced myself to r- record solos, which actually does the more you do it. And I'm saying that somebody who's sick of listening to my shitty solos is hearing me say that <laughs> and say and going, "What the hell is he talking about? It's not any better." My solos are very mediocre, but uh, but I'm I'm working on them. And uh, and I've never really had any reason. I've never been in a band where I where soloing was like part of it for me, really. Mm-hmm. But uh, Paul, I appreciate this so much. This has been very, yeah, very fun. fun. And this song, I'm this song, I'm very, very proud of. I'm very proud of what we were able to do here in a half an hour. Yeah. Um, 
turned out turned out so pretty I think, good. I think this episode's gonna gonna last. I think we're gonna I think it's gonna make it. It's gonna, it's gonna make, make it. it to the RSS feed. That's gonna be great. Uh, Paul, do you have anything that you would like to plug? And it doesn't have to be your stuff. It, it could be anything you want you want to raise people's attention to. I only say that because you're, you're not a yeah, not a performing entertainer. I'm not super active uh, in terms of uh, producing my own content. Um, I I do have a, a Twitter um, handle P Bostrom. If you want to follow me, I don't I don't tweet very often. Um, occasionally, I'll I'll retweet some other other folks. Uh, kind of one thing I've been retweeting lately is. Uh, this guy Casey Casey Taylor's blog is called We Church. Yeah, um, you're probably familiar with it, but that's good. I'm, I'm familiar with I'm familiar with Casey. I actually have not read I have not read the blog yet. Is it's it, pretty so good. Is, like it it's uh, it's 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 kind of what it sounds like. Uh, kind of an introspective look at a number of religions and kind of uh, just noodling over like different people that have you know tried to sort this whole thing out. Oh, okay. Um, and, it, and it's like, you know, I, I'm not I'm much of a practice, you know, really practice any. Oh, actually, I take that back. I am kind of been trying to get into Buddhism a little bit lately and, and reading up on that. But, um, oh, wow. I don't consider myself like very religious, though. Um, but it is good. Like, I like thinking about that stuff and I like kind of looking at it from different perspectives. And so it's, it's been a nice thing to read lately. Uh, he, he, uh, he produces it every Sunday. I guess it comes out in, in your email inbox or if you're subscribed, but it's called weed church. Yeah. It's called weed church. I guess, you know, I grew up, grew up religious and it's kind of been one of those things that's in the back of my mind a lot. Um, as you know, we, we kind of deal with all this stuff and, uh, yeah, I just, I like, I like reading about that kind of stuff. And I don't know, I think we need to take back religion from, from some of the, from some of the other, you know, the, the, kind of weirdos out there that are kind of missing. Yeah, some of the institutions that have uh, that have hijacked. Yeah. You know what? This is a long conversation to to get into or to start right mm-hmm. now. But I I have been thinking lately that I would really, really love and I've I've never been I, I was I was religious growing up, but um but not in the I was Episcopalian. It was very like it, I, very secular uh, mm-hmm. upbringing, but I believe but I believed in God. And then I took a very, very hard turn into uh, atheism early in my in my twenties or whatever, and never really looked back. Never really looked yeah. back at anything spiritual. But the thing I've been thinking about lately is, God, I would I would absolutely love some kind of that like Zen ability to to just shut your brain completely off, to just like find that. I guess it's Zen. I guess it's Zen is what I'm talking about. But like the just. To have to have nothing and to just be in the moment. Yeah. That would be I think that would be cool. I think it'd be cool if I could find that somehow. And I'm it's something that I do not I'm never not thinking about a million things all all at the same yeah. time. I mean this you can my, you can start meditating. That's yeah. That's a pretty easy thing to get get into it. I mean, I say that I don't it's not something I really do that much, but that's kind of the entry point from from what I've read is like you just gotta sit there for a little while and and just breathe deeply and, and try to try to work through it for a few minutes and t- make turn that into 10, 20 minutes if you can. I tell you what, Paul, that is absolutely that if that's my if that's the gate I have to go through, it's not going to happen because I I tell myself all the time, boy, I could really be reading a lot of books if I just s- stepped away from all this shit 
and just read for 20 minutes, I'd get through books in no time. It's hard. Meditation's not, not going to happen. So I'm sorry. uh, Sorry about (laughs) that. Everybody complete, complete, just dead end on that conversation. Welcome to Hal Dottie's dead end. (laughs) But I really, I do want to thank you, Paul. This has been a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. uh, And this song I think is going to be great. And the listener cannot wait unless they're, Unless they really, really hate the Grateful Dead, which is <laughs> I thought a, a lot of your non-zero chance that the listener heard long, Grateful yeah. Dead at the beginning of this episode just and shut it right off. <laughs> <laughs> but this song, I think we're going to make it really good. Yeah, we're going to make a banger. Again, we're not going to make it suck. Yeah. So th- thank you to my guest, Paul Bostrom, who uh, is a Patreon subscriber. Again, that's patreon.com slash H-O-W-E-L-L-D-A-W-D-Y. I'm definitely going to do this again uh, at some point uh, because this is this has turned out to be really fun. So subscribe over there. But here is Paul Bostrom featuring Hal Dottie with... I don't know if we did come up with a title. Now, if you've <laughs> listened to the show, you know that I never think about what the title would be until I've gotten to the point where I say with. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, a Sisyphus is like about as good as as anything. Um, yeah, we could say Sis- Sisyphus's bike or just Sisyphus. Uh, Sis- um. Now, this is okay. You know what? This is why the Grateful Dead doesn't name their songs anything related to the song itself mm-hmm. is because like this just nothing. Everything seems to cheapen it. Everything that I'm seeing, if I take, if I try to take this one line out of it, everything cheapens it. Um, like one more peak, that doesn't that doesn't have the weight of the song itself. So maybe we have, maybe we should call it uh, something else. Maybe we should call it uh, George H. W. Bush. Yeah. <laughs> what should we call it? Um, Paul, this uh, is up to you. I'm gonna leave this. In, I'm gonna leave this this in your hands. This final decision. Let's let's, let's say let's say Sisyphus's helmet. Um, just uh, it's <laughs> okay. That's great. I love that because it's very it's very like clunky. You yeah. know, like it's a Sisyphus's like saying it is clunky yeah. is what I mean. Mm-hmm. Sisyphus's helmet. Sisyphus's helmet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's great. Here is Paul Bostrom featuring Hal Dottie with Sisyphus's Helmet. in the morning glow. 
despite all that Feel like I got beat with a baseball bat All of it for a moment's view Ain't my wheels downhill and my work
Hey, thanks for listening. If you enjoy this show and want to support it and me, head on over to patreon.com slash howledaudie, where $5 a month gets you three bonus episodes, access to the Discord server, and free downloads of the songs. Next week on the show, attorney and podcaster Charles Starr.